everyone, and welcome to They're Playing Our Song, the podcast where your song becomes our song. I'm your host, Robert Perry Cruz, and with me is a very special guest, Diana, my wife. Hi, Diana. Hello. It's been a while since you've been on the show. I know. You've been so busy. Yes. With your other podcast. Nope. Nope. Not yet. Just with my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining me for the last entry in the in the robbery series. Oh, I wouldn't miss series. robbery. No, it's very important. For those of you who maybe you're just tuning in, robbery is the month in which I have a birthday. And by the time this goes up, I will have already had that birthday. But since it's a leap year, I figured we could squeeze in one more episode. Uh, and Oh, see, I was going to say, well, your birthday's on the last day of the month. So mm-hmm. you, like, use the entire month. To oh. celebrate your birthday, but this year it's not the last day. No, it's not. Um. Boo, nothing special about this year. Uh, well, no, it was... Oh, well, Robbie wears one day longer. Exactly. So one one episode longer as well. Sure. Uh, but this, So this is the leap year episode. This is the leap year episode of... I, well, I, now I do feel special. Is it leap special. year Monday? It's a Monday, right? Well, I don't know. I'm not a savant. Okay. In any, in any case, it's coming out the week of leap year uh, at some point. Well, Wednesdays. The Leap Wednesday day. that leak. So probably March actually. Leap nope. day. Hmm? Leap day? I don't think it's leap because I think leap day's on Monday. So anyway, calendar stuff. <laughs> so new podcast. <laughs> calendar calendar stuff. stuff. You guys know the calendar? <laughs> it's Monday. Uh, so uh, I wanted to have you on because last week's episode was kind of a not a downer in in well, it was a bit of a, a bit of a transition uh well i should go back robbery the point of robbery is to listen to songs i want to talk about and maybe nobody else wants to talk about but maybe i can calm them into it and these songs all have some sort of an autobiographical meaning to me so they're songs that that have a a place in my life overall celebrate me for the month and last week we did uh lack of color i'm sure you listened to it multiple times i i already heard it yeah was it good Mm -hmm. did you like it it's great okay any feedback you have Nope. What was your favorite part of that episode? What song was it? <laughs> it was a lack of color. Oh, my favorite part was when you talked about your ex-girlfriend. You like that? <laughs> yeah. That's a good part. Well, it wasn't like about my ex-girlfriend. It was just, you know, part of my life. No? You're making a face? You don't care? You jealous? Don't be jealous. I'm not jealous. You're so jealous. I'm not jealous. So je- I'm very... I'm very very... I'm the most least jealous person. Okay. I'm very handsome. It's I gotta keep I the know. ladies at bay. I know. So, oh, you have your own podcast? Ooh. <laughs> They're clamoring. Come on. Here's here's the key to my apartment. Ooh, come on over. Don't murder me, they say. All these young 20-somethings. That's right. With their apartments. They're like, uh, check my Instagram. Alright. I made a vine. That's the yeah, thing. I don't even know what the that kids is. do. Just move on. Alright. In any case... I wanted to end with a song that I actually heard from you, and I found out, I think I, you might have told me about this band before we started dating, but certainly we listened to it a lot when we first, that, that's, I love that face, I love that, we're like, remember this important song in our relationship, and your first face is, I don't, I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember that one, gotta fake, No, I remember this that song, song, but I don't remember that I told you about this band, I would have thought that you These special moments in our relationship band. are, uh. The ones I treasure the most. <laughs> What's your favorite moment in our relationship? The ones with your ex-girlfriend. That, ah. Uh, well, ooh, yeah. I don't think that I came to this band without you. You totally did. I'm going to tell everyone right now how, how that happened. But, well, you know what? We haven't even told them what song we're talking about. Oh. They probably, 
Let's Hopefully, back up. They might have seen the preview post on the website, but in case they did not, the the song we're going to talk about this week is Big Sur from The Thrills. That's S U R. S U R. Yes, <laughs> as opposed to the song about the giant man <laughs> that came Sir to Topham dinner. Hat. Sir Topham Hat. Uh, the Big Sur, the place uh, in California, from The Thrills debut album, So Much for the City, a two thousand release and so much for the city is you know looking at reviews i feel like it got some mixed reviews but anyone i know who's heard that album really really enjoyed it it's a nice kind of alternative pop record really really catchy song especially the first half a lot of kind of beach boys inspired songs tells the story of the thrills who are an irish band you might you might guess so from the banjo which i think is required of every irish band unless mm-hmm. you're you too uh to yeah. you know, be part of the Part of the instrumentation. If you're Scottish, you must have plaid bell bottoms and roller skates. If you're Irish, banjo and maybe overalls. Uh, Not required, but recommended. Okay, recommended for the big hits. Yeah. In any case, this band came to America, kind of stayed in California, and wrote a bunch of songs about about it. So about California. About California. (laughs) It's pretty much an album that that kind of reads like a tour guide, tourist guide of like places to see when you visit the Golden State. And then they go to Las Vegas for one song, and then they come back. And Big Sur is the second song on the album. I'd like to call it So Much for the City, because it is the song in which they say the line, So Much for the City. Mm-hmm. But please don't say that and embarrass yourself, everybody. It's Big Sur. With a U. With it, Yes, it's the place, Big Sur. Person, place, or thing. It's a place. Place. Good job. Thanks. So, you don't remember how we first heard this song? It's going to defeat the purpose of the autobiographical nature of the episode. Why don't you remind... Why don't you tell the audience, uh, apparently, the important origin of this story in your life? Yes. So Were we in a record store? No. Who are you thinking of? Think your ex-boyfriend called. He wants you to be on his podcast <laughs> to talk about Big Sur. I booked him as a guest. He's going to be on next week. Okay. I don't... You, when, when we listened to this, so we just started dating, you had moved up to Massachusetts and were pirating albums from the local library. Oh, I got it from the library. <laughs> yes. So when I was borrowing albums from the library. And you then ripped them to your computer so you could have them forever <laughs> and then burn them on the CDs. You can't say that on record. I don't think I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> I do not recall. <laughs> well, it came from the library in some shape or form. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. And and, and if I got to have my own month, mm-hmm. Diana Rary, mm-hmm. then I would do Rufus Wainwright, Cigarettes and Chocolate Milk, because mm-hmm. I also took that from the library during the same time period. And it... You can come back on the show. We can totally talk about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe someday I can talk about a show, a song I chose. You, at any point, could just step into the, into the, into the room and say, hey, I want to record a song about, I want to record an episode about blank, you know. Maybe I'll do that. Not all of our guests can do that. They have to, they have to contact me and beg beg to be on the show and i've said i don't know i'm really busy talking about my crap uh <laughs> sorry uh, <laughs> you can just you pop in and just start talking i can't stop you so okay I, I remember that now the framingham public library mm-hmm. and and you had a bunch of albums that that being rufus Raymond being one that i knew of before i met you but it was this stephen malkmus his first album oh wow yeah 
Bill and Sebastian, mm-hmm. though I might have mm-hmm. also heard of, I might have known them before I met you, but we certainly listened to that one a lot. And I'm trying to think some other ones. Shins, maybe? Or like Iron and Wine. Yeah, the Shins. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a couple albums that we sort of listened to together that you knew of and you and you'd play for me and I really liked them. And this one especially was just so freaking catchy. Well, you love a good pop tune. I do. Like, I love Pop-Tarts, Corn Pops, and Pop soda songs. Pop. I love Soda Pop, too. These are, yeah. these are all things I love. Yeah. So, I hope I got some. I hope I got some for my birthday. One of those, one of those we things. We shall see. <gasps> well, we already saw this episode. Oh. Is up. Well, you loved your gifts. They were the best gifts I've ever received. I know. So good. I worked hard on those. <laughs> so, we should probably talk about the actual song. Yeah. Uh, so... So much for this. No, it's not called So Much for the City. It's called Big Sur. Eh. Damn it, I did it. I'm embarrassed myself. <laughs> In front of everyone. Big Sur is kind of just a weird song. It's not about too, too much. Well, well, you know what? What would you say it's about? Well, Rob, you always think the songs aren't about too, too much. And I don't know if this song is about too, too much, but I, you know, in preparation for this podcast, Went back to figure out what I thought the song was about. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. So, um, well, I also have to say I, I looked at the lyrics, mm-hmm. which is always helpful because some of the lyrics I had wrong. Really? Which ones? Um, when they, they say, just don't go back to Big Sur, hanging around. And I always thought they said, when you're all run down. That's what I thought they said, too. It's not what they say. No. Says letting your old man down. What, is that a metaphor? Your old man is your father. Oh, now okay. I really don't know what the song's about. So there. that's a lot deeper line than I thought, because Big Sur is like a touristy, like vacation type mm-hmm. of town, right? Mm-hmm. So I always thought I was like, oh, you can go back there when you're run down and you need to relax. Right? Oh, okay. But that's not that line at all. It's if you're going back. Then you're letting your old man down. Okay? Why are you letting your old man down? That's a good question. So the other line in here that I think is pretty important to understand what the song means is when they're talking about the monkeys. Mm-hmm. So they riff on the monkeys theme song. Mm-hmm. Can you put can you splice that in for us? Here we come. <laughs> walk down the street. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around, but we're too busy okay. sick. That was good. And cut. <laughs> wow, what a great rendition of the monkeys I edited in. <laughs> that was excellent. Um, so anyway, you got you you know that song, and everyone at home now knows that song too. I've but... never heard it. Hopefully I can find it on the internet and splice it in. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Anyway, so they they reference the monkeys in the song, and then they also pull it from it musically. But mm-hmm. I'm a lot better at talking about lyrics than the music side mm-hmm. of it, so you can have to speak to that okay. more than me. But they do like right; they're like mimicking the sound of the song as well a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean more the, the lyrics. Certainly the certainly the the monkeys as a band had a number of you know kind of '60s pop songs, so they were they were they were entertaining. They were fun to listen to. Uh, this sounds a bit like, yeah, I mean, you hear a bit of, like, kind of last last train to 
Last train to Clarksville. Possibly in here. Okay. Cheer up, Sleepy Jean is another monkey <laughs> song. song. Yeah. The monkey's theme song yep. is a monkey song. It is. Daydream Believer is a monkey song. Is it or is it a Davy Jones song? It's a monkey song. Oh, okay. Daydream Believer. Now I'm just thinking of old monkeys episodes. I'm gone. You keep talking. Okay, fine. I'll keep talking. Um, So they reference the monkeys. They say, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People said you monkeyed around, mm-hmm. but nobody's listening now. Mm-hmm. Okay? So then that led me to go back and look at the monkeys. And I, I already knew a lot about the monkeys. Mm-hmm. And that I watched the television show mm-hmm. as a child. <laughs> <laughs> And I knew, like, the big hits of the Monkees songs. Yep. And I always loved the Monkees. And I could probably talk about the Monkees for an, an episode as well, but I won't. I'll just go ahead and tell you that Mickey was my favorite. Mm-hmm. He's a drummer. Not Davy Jones? Nope. Davy Jones is not my favorite. I and lo- never was. I love Davy Jones. That's fine. I thought he was so cute. Nope. Mickey all the way. Except now that I'm an adult, I look back and I think uh, Mike is actually the one that I probably would have jived the best uh... with. He's the artist. Yeah, Mike. Mike seems. He was with a knit hat. I know. Yeah. You know. Okay. Oh, you know they're monkeys. Okay. Fine. But I don't know, Davy. Maybe he's just too short. I don't know. He's British. He's real cute. Yeah. Accent. The British was was nice. Um. But anyway, so so the interesting thing about the monkeys is they didn't start out as a real band. They were hired to be on that show, Mm -hmm. and um, Mike. Some of them could play instruments, so they were able to play the instruments, but they didn't, it was just like pop artists today, they didn't come in with a group of songs that they already knew. Mm-hmm. They contributed in little ways to the songs, but they didn't even sing, I'm sorry, they didn't even play their instruments on the albums. Mm-hmm. They had a whole other band that played the instruments on the albums. But over time, they sort of took over more and more of the musical aspects of the show, or of the songs, until they could sort of claim them mm-hmm. as their own. So there was a period of time where everyone really liked the monkeys, and then I think they kind of met their demise mm-hmm. as more and more of that information came out that they were less of a band and more of a put-together act, even though mm-hmm. they actually had talent and could play their instruments and could sing and could write the songs. Okay. So they were a real band, but they had this facade of being just a, a pop show, and everyone sort of ended pop up... Pop TV show. Pop, sorry, pop TV show. And everyone sort of held on to that image of them versus the image of them actually being something of significance. Right? Yeah. So I feel like that lyric is speaking to that. People say you monkeyed around and mm-hmm. no one's listening now. Okay. Right? So to me, this band is definitely referencing back to that beach, like 60s pop beach sound. The Beach Boys and the Monkees and whoever else. Jan and Dean, mm-hmm. perhaps, right? Um, which is a great sound, and mm-hmm. I definitely enjoy it. I'm going to splice in a surf song right now. If everybody had an ocean across the USA. That's, that's, not, the song. that's not the song I'm splicing in. Were you, was that Wipeout? Yeah, but I forgot to do Wipeout! <laughs> which we can't hear. We're in the studio. I'll splice that in. <laughs> Great. You at home probably hear the album quality. Um, what was I saying? I don't know. I was being silly. Uh, <laughs> you, no, you're talking about the reference to the different 60s beach. Oh, yeah. Beach band okay. sounds. Um, so they're definitely, definitely comparing themselves to the monkeys. 
in in that way, but I think they could also be potentially comparing themselves to the monkeys in this other way mm-hmm. too. So, you know, they've come over, they're not a beach band, mm-hmm. right? They're an Irish band, but they've come over here and sort of usurped this California attitude, which is what they're presenting in their songs, but mm-hmm. isn't who they really are mm-hmm. at all. So to me, there's this um, aspect of the song of a fear of failure for them, <clears throat> like, are they really going to be able to make it as this beach band and produce the sound that they want? Or are people going to see through that? Mm-hmm. that they aren't, this isn't who they are mm-hmm. at all, and they're not going to believe them to be that, and they're going to have to go back home. Okay. That is a deeper dive into the lyrics. I always just thought this was a song about people on vacation at Big Sur, and they went <laughs> to see a show at the Steamboat Expo, and they didn't like it. No one liked that show. They didn't like the show. And you shouldn't go back to Big Sur because it's a tourist trap. You should go somewhere else. That's what I thought this song was about. I apparently was not thinking very hard about Ooh, it. Ooh, what if Big Sur is also a play on Big Sur, S-I-R, which is your father. So you don't want to go back to Big Sur, your father, because you'll be letting, you're him, letting down him down you didn't make it? Yeah. I would assume, I, I'm not Irish. I would assume, though, it's similar to here in America, where if, a kid tells their parents, I'm going to be a rock star. Their parents say, that's fun, but you need to go to college and get a real job. So I would think that going back and be like, hey, my music career didn't work out would actually be something that your dad's like, great, now you can go work in my factory or you can be a lawyer. Well, let me tell you something about the thrills, which is that when they were under, I just read all this stuff. When they were under their previous name, the Cheating Housewives, Mm -hmm. They were assigned to a local label mm-hmm. in Ireland or the UK, mm-hmm. and they got dropped from their label because they didn't produce enough songs, mm-hmm. and they chose not to tell their parents. Oh. So, oh, wow. So, okay, maybe maybe there's a double meaning to Big Sur, a song that I really thought was about <laughs> fun vacation. I know how to bring down any song. Oh, wow. Thank you and so much. And three lyrics. Well, I don't want to do this strawberry anymore. This song's sad. I don't know if it's sad or not, but that's how I it's chose so to read into catchy. it. In order to help explain some of the lyrics I didn't fully understand. You're probably right. You're pretty smart. In any case, uh, Diana said a bunch of stuff. This song's great because it's super fun and catchy. <laughs> it is. Just listen. I, I, played, I played a little bit at the beginning, and you were like, I want to hear more. Then you got to listen to me talk. Uh, and then you got to hear Diana, so that was nice. But now I'm talking again. Hey, and you'll listen to some of it at the end. And perhaps you've bought the song <laughs> or the album. It's super good. Uh, I just love... I just kind of... It's so fun. It's such a fun song, which is the dumbest way to describe a song. What is that sound in the background? That like... The ooh? Wee- like an organ. Mm. I believe it's an organ. Okay. It's just, it's just a nice classic arrangement. Nice... A B A B arrangement. It's got the banjo in the background. It's got a banjo solo in the middle. Oh, <laughs> that's so great! We're doing a banjo solo now. Like you're having a great time. You're just listening to this song, and you're saying, uh, and it starts with that great uh, organ. You know, almost like a, almost like a theremin sound. Like, that's the sound I'm talking about. I think that's an organ, but okay. it just in terms of the, kind of like a weird sound. It is a weird sound. So you, you heard the first song on the album. What's the first song? Santa, uh, Santa Cruz. You're not that far? You're not that far. Okay. Which is also super catchy. It's got some great, you know, big, 
big fun sound and harmonies going in. I really like the, the singing in that song. I just love the way his, the twang. Yeah, it's, it's got this great, yeah. this great kind of twang song. The first song ends with the lead singer going, end it! Or someone in the band going, end it! And then, <laughs> what? And it's, what? Oh! You're just like, hit. <laughs> it's like the Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother approach to making an album. You want to start with a really peppy, high-powered song. And then you mm-hmm. don't want to go... To a sad song, you want to go to another, even peppier, high-powered song. Yeah, and this is that. This is how that album starts. I mean, Santa your, Cruz your first so good. three songs need to be strong. Your fifth song needs to be strong. Mm-hmm. You got to bring it home. And then sad song. Ninth and tenth. I think you want sad songs at the end of your album, though. You, you, you got to end strong too, but short. Strong but short for tenth. But I think if you make your song sad at the end, because I think their last couple songs are slow, maybe a little too slow, but. They're more plaintive. I say plaintive every episode. They're they're more slow and reflective, and I think That's they leave fine. you feeling a little like, oh, I want to hear it again. I want to hear those first songs because they're so peppy and yeah. fun. Yay! So you listen to the album a couple times. You get it. Get, get into your head that way. And the way this one starts, it's just that that great theremin organy sound, just like whoa, explosion of sound, and then right into plucking plucking banjo. Ba ba ah, fun lyrics, which are really sad apparently. But you don't know that because you're just listening to well, the. Not great... necessarily sad. They, 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 they are sadder than I took them. I think for. they might speak to a, a concern about a fear of failure. Okay, so this song's about failure, but you wouldn't know that from the banjo, <laughs> banjo solo. It's, it comes in confident. Yeah, for sure. They're ready to go. I love the singer's voice. I love yeah. listening to him sing. It's. Got this strange, strained quality to it. Mm-hmm. Not like I can't hit these notes, but this is just how my voice sounds. Yeah. I don't think I know they were an Irish band. I did not. I thought they were a California band. You would assume they're a California yeah. band. So it's it's even better that they're just an Irish band that sounds like a California band. That's yeah. the sound they were going for. And they've got the great, ooh, those great ooh harmonies. I mean, it just sounds, it's, it's classic sound, but it has a nice modern modern twinge to the whole thing. Like it's clearly a modern production. You're not going to mix this up with, oh, is this the Beach Boys song? Right, right, yeah. You know it's not. You know it's a modern song, but it's capturing so much of what made those songs really, really like, entertaining. Like Kokomo. Yeah, like Kokomo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Kokomo. Everyone's favorite Beach Boys song, Kokomo. It's, it's modern and Super Beach hip. Boys. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Love Kokomo. <laughs> Good song. When will that be on the show? Oh, any day now. Kokomo. That's the song I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. Let's put in a clip. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's Kokomo. You guys got to hear that at home. Well, Dinah, why, why is this your song? I think we talked a little bit how it was very important in our, the development of our relationship to me. Uh, I was falling in love with you, and this song really captured... Just the new music we were sharing. Mm. And it was just so much fun. And it reflected how much fun we were having as a couple. And just just loved it. Loved everything about that time in my life. Well, not everything. But, you know, the, the, the portions that were us were yeah. just so great. That's why it's my song. That's my description you now can't steal. Why is it your song? <laughs> um, I really appreciate songs that create a sense of place. And I think this song does a great job of that. Mm-hmm. So it feels like a beach song. It references places in California. Um, if you're just listening to it, I don't think that you need to read into any type of 
um, subtext. It just sounds like a poppy, fun beach song, mm-hmm. and I really like it for that. Good. Do you have any reason why you think it should be our song, the listeners at home's song? Um, I mean, The Thrills is a great band. Mm-hmm. This is a great album. Mm-hmm. So it, it's um, it's really accessible. It's really fun. The singer's voice I enjoy greatly. His name is Connor DC. I mm-hmm. just looked that up too. Um, so I think that a lot of people could enjoy this sound, and you don't hear it very much mm-hmm. either. And they're no longer together, or they're no longer producing albums, at least. Yeah, I think they only had three albums. Yeah. Album. So, you know, it's a little, it's a tiny little snippet in time in which you this was happening, and I think it's nice to go back and listen to that. That's good. That's a good reason it should be our song. I honestly think I don't need to explain why it should be our song because if you listened to this song. You would say, I love this song, yeah. and it would be your song. I don't need to explain it. It's going to do all the work for me. It'll and that's true of listening. most of the songs on this album. Yes. For me. Like, this is a solid oh, yeah. album. It's just, boom, yeah. boom. They're playing hit all the hits. Hit after hit. Hit yeah. after hit. Yeah. It's like something that hits you. A boxing match, maybe? It's like a boxing match of songs. It's like Mike Tyson's Punch Out. It's just a lot of hits in that game, because it's a boxing it's like game. A, it's like a baseball throwing machine. That yeah. What's that called? Pitching machine mm-hmm. of songs. It's a. <laughs> it's like a cavalcade of good feeling. <laughs> it's like if you drop a barrel of watermelons, you get a barrel of monkeys <laughs> on yourself of songs. <laughs> it's an exploding watermelon barrel. <laughs> it's like a Gallagher comedy show. <laughs> Of songs. And that's why it's our song. And that's why it's our song. Oh, Well, Diana, thanks for being on the show. Sure. I This episode was going to be like three minutes if I did it by myself, so thank you very much. <laughs> Anytime. I'll, bring, I'll bring down any song for Banjo. you. Banjo. Any song. Okay. You want me to dissect the lyrics thank you. and add a Aww. heavy layer of gloom. Thank you, honey. I appreciate that. Yeah. So nice. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug before we go? Nope. Still nothing? Still nothing. Okay. Sorry. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there's there's nothing to plug in that. Well, in any case, uh, my birthday happened, so... Happy I, birthday, Rob. I will. Thank you. Happy birthday to you, too. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> it wasn't your birthday. I just... It's like when someone says, like, oh, have a great have a great trip, and you say, thanks, you, too, and they're stuck at the airport. They don't right. really... They're yeah. not going to have a good trip. You can never talk to that person again. It's so embarrassing, yeah. you got to just get on the plane and just don't look back. Yeah. Creepy. Delete them. From your contacts. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed our episode. If you did, you should totally subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Heck, you could write a review or tell a friend about it because I am not great at marketing. So the more people that you tell to listen to the show, the more people might listen. And the more people that listen, the more guests we might have. And the more guests we have, the more episodes that you, who hopefully enjoy this show, will get to hear. See? It works out in your favor if you tell a friend and leave a review on iTunes or, or whatever. But if you don't want to do that, you could certainly just go to our website at playingoursong.net where we post preview information where you can get the songs, videos if they exist, lyrics, so you can read them too so you're all ready for the episode. You can follow us on Twitter at playing underscore our song where I believe my average Twitter, my average tweets are they got like 1.5. Like I'm really up getting up there. From the, the 1 or 0.75 from previous weeks. I'm very proud of that. It's good stuff. 
good stuff. But you can follow me there. I'd appreciate that. It would be nice. Cool. Whatever. I don't mind. I don't really care. Too much. It'd be great if I'm just rambling. You can also go to our webpage at facebook.com slash playing our song as well to get links to the episodes if you are not subscribed. Well, thanks again, Diana, for being on the show. Sure. It was very nice to see you again. Oh, yes. Hopefully I'll see you soon. It's the only time we can see each other. It's the only time when we do this podcast. <laughs> for everyone else, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week for, oh, Rob Rory's over. So I guess it's back to just listening to other people talk about their songs. Oh. Actually, I'm excited. We have a couple couple songs I've never, ever heard of before uh, before they were before they were requested. So now you guys all have something different to look forward to. Cool. Yeah. In any case... We'll see you all next week, but until then, remember, it's your song, so play it long and play it loud. Bye, everyone!